Cashflow Diary Podcast, Episode 235. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of the Cashflow Diary Podcast. The podcast that teaches you insider tips, tactics, and strategies for creating leveraged streams of cash flow into your life. Learn from top-performing entrepreneurs, business owners, investors, and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their secrets to success. Like what you learn on this and other Cashflow Diary podcast episodes? Go to learninvestingnow.com and sign up to receive powerful tips and information that will help you succeed as an entrepreneur and investor. Now, here's your host, investor, entrepreneur, business owner, educator, speaker, author, and master facilitator of Robert Kiyosaki's Cashflow Game, Jay Massey. All right there, peoples. How are you doing? I'm glad that, that you are here. And uh, thanks for downloading. Uh, I, I'm i excited. We're all excited. I mean, if, if you're like anybody right now, you, you're probably looking forward, well, to the, the new year that's fast approaching. I don't know about you guys, but I, I felt like this month just completely melted away and disappeared. It's like you put an ice cube in a microwave and the month was gone. Poof. Anyway. Here, here's the thing. The year's not over yet, but more importantly, before you get into there, there are a couple of things that uh, I just want to bring to your attention. Uh, I, I know for myself, you know, entrepreneurs were always forward thinkers. We were thinking about that next thing, that next mountain, how we can help that next person. And all of those things are absolutely necessary for all of our growth. And you know what? I, I, I'm no different. In fact, in, in the upcoming year, we've got a couple of things that we're going to be changing up and doing that we think is going to bring more value to everybody. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't know when the last time you went over to learninvestingnow.com is, but you should go. We're actually going to be doing a, a webinar. If you wanted to, to get some free training from me live, we're going to be doing a webinar, believe it or not, in a few days. So you should head on over there and see if you can't grab a spot at learninginvestingnow.com. Just put in your name and email, pick your time. And if you can grab a spot, I think it's going to be information that will help you set the year straight. More importantly, help you guys get started in your real estate investing journey. And that's going to be lots of fun. I'm going to do my best to share with everyone some things that I haven't even been able to share here. If you can imagine that out of 200 plus episodes that, you know, not everything has come out of my head yet. But more importantly, I'm still always learning. Speaking of learning, one of the most important lessons for myself, and therefore I must I must document this because at some point, one of my children are going to listen to this and they're going to want to know, you know, what they need to do, right? So I've got to also uh, help you guys as as well and just let everybody know one of the most important lessons, you know, because as an entrepreneur, we're so busy thinking ahead, that next thing, that next thing, that next thing. Uh, we fail, I fail, I should say, to take that time to take inventory, you know, what just happened, what was good, what was bad those types of things. It's more popularly known as a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. If you've never heard of it, grab a sheet of paper. We're going to run through a, a simple SWOT analysis, and it's something you should do. So if you're on a treadmill, walking the dog, washing dishes, uh, you know, putting the kids to bed, whatever it is that you're out there doing at this moment, maybe you're on the way to work, 
And and part of your goal is to, you know, not have to be on the way to work anymore. All right, cool. This analysis will help you uh, because it will help you understand where you are, where you need to go, and, and possibly identify some things that could help you make faster forward progress with a more direct route, as opposed to going up and down and in 12 circles. Now, you've been listening for a while, I'm assuming, and if you haven't, you've, you've heard me, you, you may not have heard me say yet that the five simple questions in order to get any business off the ground are simply and in this order, why, what, when, who, and how. I'll say that again, because I went pretty fast. Why, what, when, who, and how. And that's the order I want you answering questions in, you know, working on why do you want to do whatever it is that you want to do? You want to go out there and do some more real estate? I don't blame you. It's part of my plan. So, but why? Uh, you know, why, why is that important? And then the what. See, most people start at the what, skip the why, and you probably know what the what is. That This is what I want to do. Okay, by when? And then one of those things that after you're answering when, then and only then do I want you to be thinking who? Well, who is going to do this particular piece or this particular role? Who's going to be in charge of the results? And and uh, who who's accountable to whom uh, to get this particular part of the project done? And then let the person who is doing it concern themselves with the how. This is one of those traps that we can get into paralysis analysis, people. Hopefully you're listening. Oftentimes... What we want to do is outside of our natural skill set. It's outside of things that we have ever done before. And now we have to do them for the first time. And we're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to do this. So I don't know how it's going to get done. And then that's where we get stuck often. So why, what, when, who, and how? You've heard those before. You know those before. But what we're going to talk about is the SWOT analysis. Now, one of the reasons we're going to talk about that is because maybe you have noticed that there are lessons like in nature, in the world, all over and all over the place. And obviously, you know, I, I just want to bring that to your attention. For example, there are, well, <laughs> in most cases, in most places, there are four seasons, right? Uh, you know, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Uh, some people joke, or at least occasionally in California, we joke that uh, we have four seasons too. It's usually fire, flood, earthquake, and mudslide uh, because our weather is typically so consistent that it really doesn't feel like it. And I mean, and, and to be honest, you know, we can't really complain. We live in a postcard and and for most Californians, especially Southern Californians, uh, I'm willing to wager that they only have one set of clothing, meaning they don't have like a, a spring set or a winter set. And if they do, the only difference between them is really the color. It's not like, ooh, I've got to get out my heavy scarves and sweaters and, and parkas, etc. It's more of a color thing than it is a, you know, thickness of clothing thing. But yes, we, we have seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall. Now, when I say those seasons, many of us have a, a, you know, a neuro association with them. We have a word that we associate with those seasons, or they make us feel something, or we think something. For example, when I say the word winter, I know for myself, you know, word, <laughs> the number one thing that's going to come up for me is cold. Uh, growing up in Germany, it was 
cold, you know. Uh, other words could possibly be alone or lonely because we often see winter used as an adjective in, in, in adverbs and in, in those various ways to describe that, you know, situation, especially in relationships. Uh, or when we talk about spring, spring often represents hope or renewal or starting again or finally, you know, you know, or sometimes starting over. But when I think about summer, yeah, I don't know about you, but I think fun. Maybe some of you think sunburn. And then fall is just full of change. That's what I feel. That's what I think about. The point here is that just like nature, you and your business goes through seasons. There are seasons where you could feel like, especially as an entrepreneur, that it's cold, alone, and lonely, and you have these spring hope and renewal times, and then there are times where business is just flat fun, and then there also are those times for change. And this could be a thing that you're confronted with, and it may not take every three or four months in order for those changes or, or these emotions and things, these seasons to occur, uh, if you're like any entrepreneur, some of us, we can experience all of these things intraday uh, or at least intra-month, once a week, you know, um, or, or occasionally you get on this stride and it's pretty cool. Here's the point. One of the ways to help take control over what season you'd like to enter in next, because many of us have a favorite season, you know, many of us have a favorite season. Now, mine is definitely not winter and spring has always and usually meant something to do with asthma or not being able to breathe. Uh, however, uh, I, I will say that uh, it's one of the reasons why I still stay in California is because it helps me a ton. And this is also influencing my real estate place. If you think about it, for example, I know that it's cold in certain places. So because it's cold in certain places and I might have to go there, guess what I don't do? I don't put myself in a situation where I would have to go to where it's cold. So Oftentimes, people will bring me a deal in, in various parts where, where it's cold, say Indianapolis or, you know, Ohio, Chicago, places where it snows. And they go, hey, Jay, this is a great deal. I'm like, yeah, it snows. No, thanks. And that's part of understanding your own investor identity. If you're going to design this business, if you're going to design it uh, to match your lifestyle, you might as well consider the weather pattern. All right. But. The reason we want to do this SWOT analysis is to help us have some direction, have a compass, have, you know, some understanding of maybe some of the things that we've achieved and maybe some of the places that we want to go and bring to our attention some things that we need to be aware of. So what do I mean? If you've never done one, SWOT, S-W-O-T, simply stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. Street Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. Um, obviously, you can think of two of them as positive and two of them as negative. And you can think of two of these categories as internal and two as external. So the positive ones are obviously strengths and opportunities, and the negative ones would be weaknesses and threats. The internal ones would be strengths and weaknesses because they have primarily things to do with you or your business internally. And the external ones are typically opportunities or threats that are on the horizon. So what does that mean? That means by listing out things that you see in these categories it can help you begin to formulate a plan. Like, what do I want to do? 
Where do I need to go? What's the next strategy I should try? You know, how do I make an effect change? Because that's one of the things we tend to seek at this time of year. Now, let's be clear. You do realize that you could have changed at any point in the last 365 days. You don't need a certain date to come up on the calendar in order to change. However, most of us give ourselves the permission to be someone different, to finally step into the greatness that I believe we were born to be around this time of year. So, okay, so let's just roll with that. What does that mean in this case? That means, what do you think are your strengths or the strengths of your business or business entity, depending on how that's gone? Now, for those of you with a number of properties, what I really want you to do is you got to break that down deal by deal, or at least if you have maybe, you know, 5, 10, 20 houses in one entity, break it down entity by entity because it will help you to get granular and understand what you might need to do deal by deal, property by property. Strengths. What is going well? What works right now? What is working right now? Strengths. What are the skill sets that you possess that you can use to go out there and create value? Strengths. These are things that you currently have that can go out there and you can put to productive use. Weaknesses. Well, typically the average human needs no coaching on what those are, or more importantly, which ones you possess. We, we spend an inordinate amount of time understanding ours and unfortunately sometimes just trying to work on them. I don't need to tell you much. I just want you to list a few, okay? Just list a few. What are some of those things? And one of the things to understand is as we have these lists is the 80-20 rule. So there's, there's some of these things that you're listing that, yeah, they may be strengths, they may be weaknesses, opportunities, or threats, but here's the deal. There's probably 20% of them that are responsible for 80% of the failures and 80% of the success. And maybe just pick one of those to improve. I think you're beginning to see how this can be helpful. Opportunities. Where do you see the future? What do you see that is on the horizon? What is currently within your field of vision that could become something that you think is awesome in so many ways? Well, I know recently uh, and opportunities that have been coming our way is simply the fact that uh, we've been contacted by, you know, one or two individuals who were asking if maybe they could begin to, to, to book me as coming to speak to you guys in various locations. I was like, I've never had that happen. I think that's pretty cool. I'm not sure if you guys would even want something like that, hey, you know, then you would know where where is Jay going this time and whom is he going to be speaking to primarily. I spent a lot of time at home and that's been by design, especially with the small kids, right? And but this is seems to be an opportunity. And uh, I just I think it's interesting. But this is something again, uh, that's a potential that you could explore something that you think would be great, something that's on the horizon, conversations that have started. What conversations have you had, you know, around the dinner table, around that uh, turkey, and, and with all of the individuals that you've met over the past few weeks and parties that you've been to? What, what are some of the conversations that you had that could be 
potential opportunities. Well, threats, what are some of those things that you are concerned about might happen uh, within the next few months? Well, let's list them out. And again, with each of these categories, there's probably, like I said, that 80-20. There's 20% of them that are responsible for 80% of the results. We're going to focus on that 20% uh, for the most part and find out, find solutions to the others. So what are you going to do with this list? Well, once you have your strengths listed out, that's wonderful. Let them encourage you and know that that's where you should be spending most of your time. I would rather you spend your time on your strengths. Now, that doesn't mean you don't add new things to that list. That doesn't mean you don't get the privilege. You, you don't get out of, get it out of jail free card. You, you've got to add more skills. All right. More skills. Definitely, 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 definitely. And what about the weaknesses? Well, this is the part when it comes to team building, when you've got that list of weaknesses, you are looking for people who have those weaknesses as strengths. Notice I did not say, well, now I need you to become an expert in your weaknesses. And then those those opportunities. Uh, list out what's one thing you could do right now, today. One thing you could do right now today to move that opportunity closer to your reality. And then as you look at those threats, what is one thing you could do right now today to give yourself some insurance against that particular thing, threat, from happening? See, it's a very simple exercise, but if we don't take inventory, and again, I'm telling you, you want to take out a piece of paper. Or if you want, you can get a snazzy new iPad Pro if you've got one of those with the nice little Apple Pencil. I know some of you got it. And you can write that out. I, I, I just want it to be in a visual format, little kinesthetic work, you know, because you had to move your hand back and forth. Uh, I, I think would be wonderful to help you get an idea, you know, uh, of what's really the potential for whatever it is that you currently are doing. You know, maybe one of the opportunities is you've seen a piece of property that you know you should have written an offer on. Well, maybe today's the day that you get to go give yourself that permission and write that offer. Now, hopefully that exercise helps you, but I also want to make sure that you, you solidify something else because I know... Very strongly, many of us, you know, we're thinking about everything that happened and uh, in, in the past 12 months, but you may not give yourself the privilege of rejoicing. And here's what I mean by that. I want you to answer this question. Now, these are questions that I typically give uh, some of our highest level coaching clients and because I want them to also know. And plus, I, I want to know, too. Right. Uh, so here, here's what I would like to ask you. List out what you would consider to be your top five accomplishments in the last 12 months. What is that? Top five. What was so good that it's like, you know, hey, I should have written a letter to my mom, but I didn't. But what are the top five? And you've got five. And here's the cool thing. When you do this, break it into categories. What are your top five financial accomplishments? What about the top five personal ones? What about the top five 
and think about each of your roles. If you're a mother, if you're a parent, father, grandparent, brother, sister, what are your top five in each of those areas? And sit there with that. And like I said, rejoice and realize that, you know what, this year's probably been a lot better than I thought. (laughs) Now, I would also like you to consider what are your top five goals for the next 12 months? And again, use those same categories. Simply defining these things will often give you clarity. And as you know, clarity leads to power, to power to do two things, decide and act. Because most of what we want, most of what I want, most of what you want, the reason it is not yet here is because we've not yet decided or acted. And this is a good way. This becomes a good barometer. This becomes something that begins to be a roadmap and or path or going, oh, I do want that. Or maybe you're checking in with yourself and realizing, you know, what, I don't. Or you know what? This year's been really, really, really awesome. And this area now is going to be the year where I focus on being a better husband, father, friend, whatever. And this is important work. This is how you begin to design your life and more importantly, begin to put yourself in a position and go, you know what? I am working towards my goals. It's taken longer. Well, here's the cool thing. The good thing about real estate is that it moves slow. The bad thing about real estate is that it moves slow. (laughs) So sometimes we don't have to be super sharp like the stock guys, which is wonderful. We don't have to move that quickly, but we still have to move. Here's the interesting thing. She got time. Time right now. You guys know now o'clock is the only time you've got. So what does that mean? That means I've given you some exercises, some things that should cause some reflection that should begin to put you in the mindset required to be successful. At least I hope so. Now, if you did these exercises, I say that you are ready for more. And as I said at the top, I want you to go over to learninvestingnow.com. Why? Simply because we now have some more content sitting there waiting for you. Grab a seat at one of our upcoming presentations, and I have a feeling it's going to help you go in the correct direction to keep these next 12 months being exactly what you want it to be. With all of those things being said, I want you to come up with something that, well, probably might scare you a little bit. Just write out the answer to this question. The next 12 months would be a success. A complete resounding success for me. If I, and then fill in that blank. And then just let that sit for a while. And ask yourself the questions, why, what, when, who, and how. And see if you can't figure out how to make that wonderfully awesome thing happen. I believe, well, that you could. I really, really, really do. Now, I 
am excited for the work you've done. I think the time that we spent together today is going to prove, if you did the exercises, is going to prove to be some of the most pivotal for your next seven days, 30 days, 90 days, and beyond. It's been fun talking to you today. I look forward to talking to you soon. Until next time.